You're listening to the Ontos Podcast, where we explore the nature of stories and the pursuit of being in truth. I'm Vod. And I'm Mac. And our sentience depends on you. Now cue the intro music. I am growing so very tired. Can relate, Lord Ruler. Yeah, chapter 25. Yikes. Okay, so we're just going to jump right into this because I feel like the action demands it. We were left last chapter with the Rebellion Army being discovered by the garrison and by, like, I guess the Lord Ruler and everybody. Big whoopsie doopsie. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay, so we're opened up with Kelsier prepping supplies breeze you're gonna go warn all the safe houses dachshund you're going to establish an escape route for clubs shop if it's compromised you random clubs apprentice you need to go to lord renew make sure that he needs to run if you know you know anyone survives and can can trace back that he's working for us and da 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 ham good job sticking with the garrison i'm not going to betray them okay i know that ham but like then you better not kill any of our guys either we'll try not to and yeah and he turns around, ready to go, and Vin is there, pack ready, looking defiantly. And Kelsier does not even get a chance to like register what happened last time, and goes, "You better keep up." And they're out of there. And we get to learn about Pewter Dragging. Pewter Dragging was mentioned slightly in the last chapter. Basically, the idea is you can just force your body past its limitations in the same way we've seen with keeping Vin alive from her wound, but you can. Basically force every aspect of your body past its limitations, and it's called pewter dragging. The idea is you just continuously burn pewter nonstop. Equivalent to taking a bunch of caffeine pills, I guess. Yeah, they just dunk on pewter and just go, 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 go. Go, 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 go. So, Kelsier calls out to Sazed. Hey, Sazed, we're about to go. How much speed do you have stored up? And Sazed goes, is mad. Sazed's version of mad, which is a frown. <laughs> I, I you know i love picturing that in my head of just says being flat faced and then just it's literally the frown <laughs> uh says doesn't have enough speed stored up only a couple of hours and oh, there's another attribute the fear fear chemist can keep and so kelsey's like i gotta take vin you know he's not gonna be dumb he's trying to get to the army that's what he's trying to do they got word that the the, the Skull Rebellion Army is attacking a garrison, and he was like, man, in order, this is a three-day horse ride, so by someone hauling to get here on horseback, that means it took them at least a day and a half to two days to get here, which means that this fight started two days ago, and Kelsier's like, we need to get there now. We need to get there in the next 16 hours. He wants to get take a three-day journey and turn it into a 16-hour trip. And so he's like, Vin, you better keep up. Let's go. And they just take off. And Kelsier legitimately pewter-filled body, only still pushing every once in a while because they're not on the steel like highway, the Alimantic highway that we've talked about before. There isn't one to the location they're going. He follows the canal, and him and Vin sprint there. They sprint there. They take a three-day journey and turn it into 16 hours. And it basically, as far as I can tell, is just like a really, really strong sprint, like what you would do in a hundred yard dash, but it just never stops. I mean, that and it's amplified, right? Like, because on horseback, he she, she mentions that uh, at the speed they were going, a galloping horse would be faster, but a galloping horse would only be able to gallop so long. Yeah, yeah. 
And um, I mean, that tracks, right? If you look at human evolution, it was confirmed through a couple of scientific studies that humans beat horses in long distance races. Oh, yeah. No, that's, so, that, like, that was the whole thing. But yeah, yeah. but I mean, they also weren't burning pewter. But so yeah. the pewter, you could just do indefinitely. Exactly. They run 16 hours straight. There is a point where Vin is talking about how she thinks she's going to die because of how bad she feels. And this is like with pewter. We've, we learned that like Vin was able to ignore an open wound at her side from being stabbed deep. And, you know, she said in that moment when she was using pewter, she never mentioned pain once. She just mentioned she was getting woozy. Mm -hmm. And that was from blood loss. So to push your body to the point where even with pewter, Vin goes, I think I'm going to die. It was rough. But they end up running there. And Kelsier's smart. He's like, you never let your pewter burn out. Because if it does, you're going to pass out from exhaustion. You're not even going to have a chance to do anything else. So you need to always keep your pewter burning. He goes, and he was smart too. He's like, you need to be drinking water constantly. Ben's like, I don't even feel thirsty. And he's like, Mm-mm-mm. gotta keep drinking water. You better keep drinking water. And that was the only time they ever took a break. Was to, to fill up on pewter and to fill up on water. Well, they make it. In, in the 16 hours, they make it. And Kelsier's like, stops. And Vin's like, no, no, we got to keep going. We got to keep going. And Kelsier's like, no, do you hear that, Vin? And Vin's not responding. And Kelsier's like, Vin, burn 10. And flare she, 10. Yeah, flare 10. And she does it. And all the pain she's been ignoring at that point, the headache, the feet, everything, every bit of her muscles, she feels everything. And that pain snaps her back to reality. And she can hear Kelsier again. He goes, you can hear me now. Yeah, he goes, do you hear that? And Vin hears the remnants of a battle. And Kelsier gets to overlook it. And Vin and him overlook it. And they realize that the the rebellion, the rebel army, slaughtered a garrison of people. They, 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 there was a garrison of about a thousand strong. And they, they beat them. It was harder than they expected, but they beat them. But they weren't anticipating the 5,000 strong garrison from the other town to intercept them and they ambushed them and all we're seeing are the last couple hundred of the ska army being systematically slaughtered and kelster at this point's like it's over we we lost everyone well not initially he's like i need to go in there and fight well yeah he wants to but then talks him out of it you're not invincible yeah kelster and that's what stopped him because he was on his way over there and she said, we're not invincible. And so she thinks that maybe someone stayed at the cave. Maybe this wasn't the whole army and Kelsier holds on to that little bit of hope and they head to the caves. And Vin's right. They find inside the cave that there is a smaller fraction of the army that stayed behind thinking that whatever the plan was, was foolish and they were right. And who's leading it? No other than Captain Demu. Demu, the guy who he who killed the other guy by using the finger quotes alamancy that oh, he Kelsier didn't kill him. him he refused to was kill going him. to kill him sorry yeah. but Demu said told Kelsier I think they were foolish they needed to wait for you like we were trying to obey you and it turns out that out of the 7,000 soldiers only 5,000 marched away and those 5,000 are dead and the 2,000 that remain here with Demu in Kelsier's words which were harsh but most likely true were those too feeble to actually fight or those too or those too cowardly to fight so like almost like the worst stayed behind yeah um and 
Kelsier, you know, we'll get a little bit more of this, but like Kelsier realizes I overdid it with my hyping, my hype train here, but he gets everyone. He goes, I need, I, this is something I can work on now. We need to get these people out of the caves. Cause after this showing, not even the Lord ruler is going to be afraid to come into these caves now. Cause he cannot have what happened happen again. Right. And this way they said is that Yeadon was so confident in them because of what Kelsier did. But he takes everyone and he goes, man, we're just going to leave. And they leave. And we get another moment where Vin's sleeping. Kelsier has called the march of the army down and said, like, we're bedding down for the night. And Kelsier's just sitting on a stump and he's thinking... You know, someone prepared them because the minute I said we're leaving, they were all packed, ready to march. He's like, man, I'm going to give this guy a, I'm going to give this guy a promotion when I see him because he was able to predict this or whatever. And he's just sitting on the, on the stump and he's realizing, you know, this is my fault. I hyped everyone up, you know, Eden must've did something, you know, thinking that they were invincible and an old man approaches him, and it's Menace. It is the old man from the prologue. From the prologue, Menace. And Kelsier, upon realizing that, goes, oh, it was you, huh? He's like, yep. I had everyone prepped and ready to move. And they have a chat. They have a chat. And Menace is like, yeah. A lot of the generals started talking, thinking that it would be good to give, give the, the army battle experience. And so Yidin listened. And marched off to attack the garrison, which, you know, Menace says, in Eden's defense, on paper, there is no way to lose that battle. But they showed their lack of experience in, in planning in anything because they were not prepared to get ambushed by that second army. Mm-hmm. And so the old man, you know, Kelster kind of has his pity party where he goes like, this is my fault. And the old man goes, no, you were the motivation. You know, it's their fault that they got themselves killed. Because you were doing a great job up to this point, you know, which I think that kind of acts like a slap in the face, really, because Kelsier wanted to, you know, wanted to make himself feel better in this moment, wanted to take responsibility. But in a way, like the old man's like, no, like their bravery and stupidity is their own. You're just the motivation, which means like it's kind of like taking power out of it, right? Like he was kind of taking away the thing was the what's the word I'm looking for? Kelsier was trying to say they fought for me and like it's my fault that they did all this thing and he was kind of taking that the responsibility not not even the responsibility necessary accountability no what am I thinking dang Vod you suck um I want to say taking the glory away from Kelsier right he was taking a positive thing from Kelsier here because Kelsier wanted to say I think stolen valor something like that he was giving it back to them because Kelsier said, like, it was my fault they went in there. And he went, no, they're fighting for themselves. Why do you think anybody came here? Do you think any of them actually thought they could win? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe near the end when you tricked them, that was the case. But when they first came there, their reasoning for going there was because they just wanted to take control back. And, like, the reason I say it felt like a slap in the face to Kelsier was Kelsier was trying to take control back again. I did this to them. And he was saying, no. Like you were the motivation, which is like basically saying like Kelsey, get off your high horse. They did this for themselves, you know, but yeah, you know, the old man admits like, I, I resent you. You're not a good person, but you should be proud of what you did because this was the greatest victory the Scott have seen in the last thousand years. 
and then he leaves and Kelsier's like the greatest victory you've been conditioned to think that the greatest victory that we've ever had was losing an army of 5,000 men he, we get that moment that bad guy epilogue you know the the or the the good guy coming back in the, the character arc of just staring at the camera like oh I'm gonna show you a victory because I'm not done yet and that's the end of part three yeah, I mean, Kelsier does, does, you know, has a big blow to his ego. Um, and what would be a great, great bl- not blow to my ego would be if you rated this episode <laughs> and rated this podcast and hit that follow button. And I love you guys. Thank you for so much. And I have really <laughs> awkward transitions and I appreciate you hanging out with me. And no, moving on. Yeah, well, thank you very much, everyone. For those <laughs> of you who have followed already, it really does like it gets us excited and, you know. We started this as something fun to do, and it just makes us even, you know, more excited to share more with y'all. Indeed. All right, moving on. This is a really, it's kind of, it's, it is a really low point, and it's, it seems like a depressing chapter, but. The thing is, I want to focus on that ending, right? Because I loved the view we got of Kelsier here. Yeah. At, at the end, when he was like, I'm going to smile despite my grief because it is my way of showing the Lord Ruler and everyone else that I'm not beaten yet. You think you've seen a victory? I'm going to show you a victory. I'm not done yet. And it's kind of, it is really interesting because he takes it as like, like guys, the, the other ska, or at least menace, which we're going to take menace as a substitute for the other ska. Mm -hmm. Um, they're taking this as like a positive, like yeah, dude, we destroyed an entire garrison. garrison. Yeah, that's never been done before in the history of the final empire. Like, yeah. Awesome. We're patting, they're patting themselves in the back. And then Kelsey is like, guys, that's nothing compared to what we're we're supposed to, what we're going to do what we're supposed to do and it's kind of it, it's kind of like a duality of man right because we have this bit of where we're like yes um i want to take a positive out of what's a potential negative but at the same time you have the i'm never satisfied uh i've never been satisfied um <clears throat> all right <clears throat> and um the um whole point here was to like point out that yes it was this was a huge blow and everything but Kelsier recognizes that absorbs it and goes i'm gonna take something from this and i am still gonna move forward and i'm gonna i'm gonna push through through all this um but he was totally on on prepared or totally set up to go in with pewter drag now we already saw like vin was like just spinning from all the what they did and Kelsier might have been able to handle it more, but you've got to think he's hampered a bit. He's got something like, he, he, in my opinion, he would have died. It, well, not not even opinion. I mean, he's basically going in like drunk. Not he's not drunk, and he's not like the same thing. But he's held back in some way, and he's going to go fight this like several, at least hundreds, maybe thousands of other soldiers. It, it was thousands left, right? Because the army that ambushed him was five thousand strong, and. You know, unless Brandon didn't like write it out and everything, based on what Kelsier saw, it was just a slaughter of the ska. Right. And so uh, he was trying to save just whoever he could, and he was feeling it. I mean, we I know we like, kind of bagged on him a bit like a couple chapters ago about how Ham was kind of saying, hey, I care for these people about what they're going to do afterwards. And he was like, this is my army. I'm going to do what I want. But he was really legitimately he wanting to him. he wanted to go in and, yeah. and he was basically he may have been like hot headed about it, but like he must have thought like I'm going to go and die, but this is I can't let this keep happening. Yeah. And Vin was the one that talks sense to him. 
And I think it was, you know, it was that big event where Ven almost died because of him being so bullheaded about everything. Um, that was his inciting moment mm-hmm. to say, like, hey, I need to go in and, and, and I need to, like, take a step back here and realize, like, there are some things that are more important. So character growth, you know? Yeah. And I, I worded it terribly in my description. But, like, to me, Menace here is, like, he's critical. He does not like Kelsier. You know, he he admits, like you said, that in his eyes, what, what Kelsier did was incredible, you know. But just because someone does something great doesn't mean you're going to like him for it. And in this case, I really do feel like Kelsier was almost in a moment where he was having a pity party. Where, you know, like you said, he cared about these people. Um, but I heard from someone, I was watching some sort of, uh, some other form of media, and I heard someone explain it really good. At what point does saying you're sorry serve only you and not the other person at what point do you is you apologizing is only for your own consciousness and that's kind of what i was seeing in this moment where kelsey was like i did that to everyone and menace is like don't you dare try to make this about you it's about their sacrifices i think that's a little bit better way to explain what i was saying earlier right right sure sure that makes a lot of sense I guess I, I kind of see what you're talking about. I mean, and yeah, it was Kelsier was, you know, kind of bagging on himself. But it, there there were 5000 other people that were involved in this. And, you know, Yeaton got crazy. Um, I'm pretty sure we confirmed it was if it's, if it was Yeaton. If it's yeah. not if it's not this chapter, it's the next one. And it's not really much of a spoiler to say um, like they put his head on a spike with him and like everyone else, like along the roads. It, it, it was this, it was this chapter. It was confirmed that Eden was dead. Yeah. And, um, and they, they were, they, they had parts to play in this too. And yeah, Ch- Kelsier is doing what he can, but he can't, you know, he can't just say like, Oh, everything's going to fall under me on everything. Yeah. But it's, it's like, he kind of made the same, like, I agree with you. There's character growth here, but he made the same mistake he made with Vin, right? Like, and that's what Ham was pointing out. You know, Ham said, why are you doing this? Like, I get like, I get it. You're trying to buff, like, you know, bolster morale here. But you made them feel like they were invincible. And that's what Menace even tells them. He goes, they felt like they were going to get your aid. They felt like there was no way they could lose. You know, and that, that's why they did this. That's a good point. I never, I actually didn't see that parallel, but that is a really good point. That the, the way he did this with the military was exactly what he did with Vin. Um, and you know, the results ended up being exactly the same, essentially, you know, they yeah. got, you know, mortally wounded, essentially. Um, the only bit of character growth was like you pointed out was he listened to Vin this time after he made, he made the same mistake again, but he at least listened to Vin and recognized that it was the same mistake. Yeah. And I, again, my first read through, I would, I totally missed the connection and the parallel, but that's exactly what happened. Um, so, I mean, we got the army, there's about 2000 left. They're basically the like bottom 2000 they're, of the army. They're done because Menace said, what's going to happen to us? And Kelsier said, we're going to dissolve you and try to sneak you back into the city and let y'all disappear into the populace. And now we have to deal with the consequences of everything that's happened. And that's what we're going to deal with in the next chapter. Hey guys, it's Matt. Thanks for listening to the Autos podcast. You'll start seeing regularly scheduled episodes starting November 14, 2022. If you'd like to follow us, please consider subscribing. We're a small project, so please support us with likes and comments because that's what the algorithms crave. If you're listening to the YouTube channel, please hit the notification bell. And if you really want to give us a boost, consider supporting us on Patreon so we can give Vaughn a better mic.